Guess what, everybody? You can swag surf the Tiffy Jewel Wave each and every Tuesday and Friday at 7.30. Everyone's, Everyone's there, there, and it's a great time. Tiffy Jewels has some of the most unique and affordable jewelry, and it's all lead and nickel free. Don't forget about those free prizes. Follow Tiffy Jewels on Facebook so you can be notified when she goes live. You can make this moment and every moment timeless by purchasing your merchandise and apparel at TimelessMasterpiece.com. TimelessMasterpiece.com is a one-stop shop for all of your merchandise and goods created by Timeless Masterpiece. We're talking hats, t-shirts, wallets, hoodies, jackets, and more. Visit today at TimelessMasterpiece.com. bicycles, bicycle repairs, and bicycle tune-ups, visit Dr. Cycles at 36 and Lancaster Avenue, Philadelphia, PA. That's Dr. Cycles at 36 and Lancaster Avenue, Philadelphia, PA. Call in for an appointment at 215-823-6780. This is the Nonstop Working Podcast. It's your boy, Mr. Hurry, live and in full effect. She got she a got toe, a toe in here. How are you, Young Dirty? I'm all right. How you doing, sir? Shout out to Megan Thee Stallion, speaking of toes. Thank you for supporting. No, I never give up. I never give up, never surrender, you know? DAUS, the Divine Artistic United Society. Listen on your smartphone, your iPhone, your Apple phone. It ain't worth the job if I can't say what I believe. 5,000 folks on Facebook. I don't know what it means. Y'all know how it is, family, right? When we bidding, right? I'm the guy that took on every single time. Working it not what she won't. 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 What she won't. What she won't. Ooh, ladies and gentlemen, what's going down? It's your boy, Mr. Hurd. Live and in full effect, holding it down for anchor.fm forward slash 215. Y'all know how we do the nonstop working podcast. Philadelphia's number one independent podcast. All right, shout out to the Divine Artistic United Society. Everybody who's hitting us up at our website, www.daus.me. Y'all know how we do where we're nonstop working yet. Shout out to the family, man. It's been a, a heck of a time. You guys know this is season four. All right, I want to apologize right right up. Right from the door, right? If I um, said season three in any of the other segments, I think in maybe one of our first segments here, I might have said that. I don't know. But either way, it's season four. All right. This is definitely our fourth season and our second show. So we're at season four, number two. We're at maybe um, 360 plus episodes right now. So give yourselves a round of applause. Give yourselves a round of applause. All right. Because we've been doing it up. All right, now we we want to start pushing now to really keep these views going strong, you know. So, family, share, 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 share. All right, when you guys see this flowing around, hit that share button. Even before you play the podcast, share it. Before you get it into it, say, "Yo, boom, check out the nonstop working podcast." So, I need you guys to help me 
continue to bring in new listeners and to continue to hit up the algorithm. You know, the more times you guys are sharing on Facebook and Instagram and your social medias, the more that the algorithm algorithm shifts in our content's favor. OK, so definitely do that. I've right, got a new mic that I'm using right now. This is actually it's an old mic, AKG, um, but I just have it set up now. So I'm in here feeling like a boss. I got the mic on the on the broadcast arm you get what i'm saying and i got the other mic there so i'm just like damn i got mics out but we're doing it man got the mics out i'm doing it i'm feeling real bossly all right shout out to everybody who's been keeping up with us though we got a lot of good feedback on our first two segments all right folks are very excited about the art event which you guys Heard us talking about i was on the air with my man trade a215 navarre enterprises yeah i'm saying but he's He's um he he was featured on that first segment that we did of this season. You know what I'm saying? And it was dope. I got a lot of reverb. Hello? Y'all hear that? Yo. See, hold on. Let me catch that reverb real fast. Hang on, that's crazy. Can I can I get at that reverb or no? Hold on, guys. Give me a second. It's probably alright. Yeah, that's I didn't had that reverb one before. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's really not. I guess it's just quiet in here, I guess. Okay, I'm not going to trip out the reverb, all right? But I don't I don't know if I like that. But we've got a lot going on here. We were, on, we were talking about the art show. He was talking about the art show. We're doing the art show, so you guys want to know about that, all right? It's going to be November 20th is the scheduled date right now, okay? Things may change. We'll see. We're gonna, we got to talk again with the venue about things and if everything checks out then then um that'll be that'll be the confirmed venue of choice if not there's two to three other venues up on the table that have their perks as well you know um we like the east falls area we like this first venue because of where it is what it looks like the location and what we're trying to establish however there are a few other spaces that are somewhat a little more convenient, you know what I'm saying? A little, a little more accessible to the large following that we do have, guys. We have a pretty large and significant following. So, uh, it's do do we want to focus on developing these new markets, or do we want to go ahead and cater to our already established uh, support? And um, we're 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 thinking that over. Okay, we're mowing it over. We're talking with the artists. Uh, however, right now it's still looking like. The East Falls option is doable. All right. Because uh, we're talking and it's like, well, we want guys to be able to get out there. But it's also like, you know, if you can't get to East Falls, you don't need to be there. You know, if you can't get to East Falls, if you can't get to where we are, if you can't spend the ten dollars at this point, we we kind of don't want people around. We want people participating with us that have a understanding of responsibility and accountability and don't mind. um doing things for themselves you know what i'm saying there's a lot of guys that want to participate but it's oh well can you know if i gotta pay the ten dollars i don't know and i don't know if i can travel and i don't know you know we're not we're not trying to dump on anyone but we're also not holding everyone's hand this go round. okay so if you guys are interested definitely get at me all right you got till november to uh get involved 
Okay, and uh, yeah, we're just we're just doing it up right now. And shout out to my man Lotus Black. He's going to be in the building. Shout out to my man Sir Sly Remarks, uh, Grid Wheel Records. He's going to be in the building. Um, who else we got? I need to hit with a shout out. My man State Store. He actually confirmed that he's going to be participating, and also a good brother, Corey Cooper. Okay, and we talked about these guys in our again the first segment of the new season, season four here. So you guys go back check that out do the catch-up thing but also listen out because i should be having lotus black on the air soon to uh talk with you all and we're also going to be bringing d peso aka d money in for an update find out what's going on with him uh, mula gang international and successful dreams he has a new album he's getting ready to release and we want to talk about that we want to know what's going on with that joint yeah all right. Is there anything else I need to I need to hit y'all with before we roll forward? Is there anything else? Shout out to my man D.A. Branded. Yes. And shout out to everybody at the Rittenhouse Square. Circles and Squares. Shout out to all the circles and squares over there at Rittenhouse. We've been getting it popping. There's a lot of brothers and sisters out there with artwork. Shout out to all of them. There's poets out there. There's MCs out there. Y'all know how we do. Shout out to everybody out there. But we got a lot of things developing. And I want to encourage you all to come on out to the park on Sundays and do some sketching. Sundays, I'll be out there. Uh, I'll either be presenting artwork to the to the to the public, or I'll be sketching. Okay, on regular Sundays, on most Sundays, I'll be out there. And then there's also, excuse me, sketch sketch sessions like this past Sunday's sketch session. We did a session over at Fairmont Park. Shout out to those folks who came out there. And we got our sketch on really fast. It was, wasn't was a huge turnout, to be honest. A lot of people called me. They had some concerns about the rain. It was some light showers early on. And it did end up being just kind of a gray day. However, people did still make it out. A few of us still make it out. I stuck to my guns. I showed up um, and a few others with me. We were able to sit down, kick it, sketch, um, have some really productive dialogue and conversation, which is really the exciting thing for me. I wish everyone was there for that. To hear some of what um, um, artists with experience were talking about, you know, what's significant to us, what's on our minds, you know, and we just kind of hashed that stuff out. We talked, we learned some things, um, and we also got to interact with the public, which was a good experience. It's always a good experience, good promotional experience, marketing, opportunities, that kind of thing. So it was nice. I definitely want to encourage you guys to get out. So look for those sessions. If you're not, follow me on Instagram right now at Baron Herd Paintings. Okay. B-A-R-O-N Herd H-E-A-R-D. <clears throat> Excuse me. Paintings. P-A-I-N-T-I-N-G-S on Instagram. Okay. Follow me there. You can also follow me at Baron Herd Paintings on Facebook. But follow me there. I'll be I'll be posting updates on sketch sessions and artwork for sale and all those kind of things also if you're an artist we do have a group it's called mastermind art group all right shout out to my mans over them at mastermind chess group i did not come up with the name mastermind art group it was the artist that i'm partnered with they came up with the name and i didn't refute it i just went with it so shout out to mastermind chess group but we have the group called mastermind art group if you're a visual artist and you want to participate, you can let me know, okay? I'll send you an invite. However, I do warn you that the artists in Mastermind Art Group are all seasoned, okay? Everyone in that group sells artwork on a regular basis, anywhere from um, $100 to 10 20 30 grand. 
All right. They're all lovers of art. They're all appreciative of artwork in its many forms and fashions. However, these guys have real legitimate skill that they can back up with um, knowledge and, and, and you know, um, I hate to say it, receipts. Uh, but no, they can back it up with knowledge and um, they can demonstrate their skills. So they have experience. So this is definitely the Mastermind Art Group is a group for experienced artists. I don't want to say that to discourage anyone who's lacking experience. Just want you to understand that if you're looking to be a part of that group, you should be looking to improve your skills. You should be looking to develop your skills and you should be looking to partner and pair with people who can help you develop your skills. Not just yes men. If you're just looking for yes men, Mastermind Art Group isn't the group for that. You know, there's a lot of love being shown, a lot of support. But again, these are seasoned artists. So if you're serious about sharpening your 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 craft, sharpening your steel, I recommend that you join the Mastermind Art Group. You can DM me or get at me on Instagram. Like I said, reach out to me. Let me know that you're interested in joining the group and I'll send you an invitation. All right. It's free to join. It's nothing like that. But in there, we're sharing artwork that we're working on. We're sharing concept ideas. We're, we're sharing information. We're exchanging. We're dialoguing. We're really just socializing with other artists. But we're talking about things that we're finding to be difficult. We're talking about artwork that we think is impressive. We're sharing photographs that we run across throughout the day. Really letting off. The artists are really over there letting off. So definitely check that out. I recommend you guys check that out. All right. It's, it's going to be it's it's dope. It's growing already. We got over 11 members right now. And I, it's it's like I said, it's, it's been a good time. All right. The art thing is bubbling. The art thing is bubbling. All right. Who I think we're ready to get into it. Right. I think we're ready to get into it. All right. About 12 minutes in. Yeah. All right. I think we're ready to go. OK, so, folks. You guys saw that I've made a post. I'm going to go over to it. I made a post on um, Instagram. Now, I wanted to drop this segment yesterday, uh, but I didn't have the time to get it completed for you. So we're here today. As I said, yesterday we had that sketch session. So. But we're getting ready for. Hang on. My goodness. So I made the I made the um post. Okay. Titled The Pressure on Black Women. And there's a picture of Lizzo who recently gave a TED talk on the history of twerking. Which made me want to talk about the pressure on black women, okay? Now, you guys know that I'm going in a lot on sisters. My man corrected me the other day. He said, no, brother, you don't talk about sisters. He said, you talk about a type of sisters. He said, you don't, bond. He said, you don't grind up women. You grind up a type of woman. And I really appreciated him for saying that because I agree. I do focus on a type of woman in terms of grinding up. And that type of woman is the hood rat. And just so it's clear, the hood rat is male and female. There are men hood rats and there are women hood rats and they're equal to each other. They're the same. They're both 
hood rats. What's going on here? Is it some money? It's not some money. Look. And everything about some money. People tagging me in nonsense. Is it some money? I don't know what's going on here. What is this here? Okay, somebody's tagged me in some nonsense. I think it's a, a video. Okay. So... Lizzo did a TED Talk, though, okay? She did this TED Talk. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the TED Talks. Hopefully you are, but, you know, um, I don't really know who created the TED Talk. I should actually, but they, um, you know, these guys are doing these these large lectures um, that are normally, or presentations, if you will. They're like oratory presentations, and they're on all different types of things, right? So they have different experts, different professionals, and even celebrities um, come out and do these different presentations on all different kind of stuff. Okay, I've heard TED talks now on sexuality. I've heard text, uh, TED talks on feminist on on feminism. I've heard TED talks on um, matters relating to the brain and sciences and um, nonverbal communications, things like that. So if you if you can imagine, they try to cover a vast amount of subjects okay so it shocked me a bit to see that this ted talk or to find out that lizzo had done a ted talk because i couldn't for the life of me think of why lizzo would be on ted talk you know ted talk had been developing this kind of reputation for being a a area for scholarship it was like an area for um intelligent minds to meet you know what i'm saying it was like i don't want to say it was nerdy it wasn't nerdy it was just ted talks were really for those people who liked lectures and a certain um intellectual subject matter so to find out that Liz O was going to be presenting something, I was curious as to what she would be presenting on. What would she present? You know, it's like, hey, Kevin Hart's doing a TED talk. Well, what the hell is he doing a TED talk for? You know, you got guys like Ben Carson, right? That's the right person, right? I ain't mess up the name. I believe it's Ben Carson. I mean, he might even did a TED Talk. Hang tight. I don't want to be saying the wrong names. No, 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 no. See, that's the wrong name. That ain't who I'm talking about. Hold on. I'm going to get it right. Give me 30 seconds who I'm talking about. Then y'all going to laugh at me. Don't make fun of me. I got it wrong. It be like that, y'all. Shit. You know? Damn. Maybe it's Billy Carson. <laughs> I think I, I think that's what I'm thinking. Billy Carson. I got the B right. Let me see. 
Yeah, there you go. I told y'all. It's Billy Carson. All right. See, see I thought I was crazy. I mean, he don't mean no one talking about. So it's Billy Carson. It's easy mistake. Ben, Billy, Billy. But yeah, so Billy Carson, I believe, has been on there. But it's normally guys like that. Guys like this who are, who are talking about, you know, that heavy shit that are normally on the TED Talks. So as I said, I was very um, curious as to what she would be talking about. And it just so happened that she was talking about the history of twerking. She is talking about the history of twerking. So I'm going to play for you guys some of this TED Talk. I'm not sure if I'm going to get through the whole thing. Um, I, I, I don't feel like sitting here through the whole thing, honestly. I, I did sit through it all. It was very cringeworthy. It's full of cringeworthy moments. Um, that I honestly, I, I would not desire to play this whole thing. I mean, I'm kind of ashamed to have listened to it, but I had to just to, to not be jumping to conclusions. However, um, it's really, really cringeworthy. It really is, guys. It's really bad. It's really not a good look for Lizzo. And it's also not a good look for the black family. Uh, and so there's a lot of things that I want to say about it. But one of the, I really want to point it out to the, to the sisters that, you know, this isn't Lizzo expressing herself. This isn't Lizzo sharing her feelings and opinion. That really isn't what this is. At this point where Lizzo is being given the platform, the TED Talk platform, where she's being put on that stage, she's being super manipulated at this point. Now, when we say manipulated, it doesn't always mean like, Oh, someone's at her house and tricking her. No, it's not that. It's just the wide scope. The view that you get when you zoom all the way out. She's unable to zoom that far right now. And no one is helping her zoom that far. I talk to you guys a lot about fantasizing, right? I tell women and Oftentimes that they're fantasizing like, ma'am, you're fantasizing. You're you're having a fantasy about something. You know, and then you want your reality to come and confirm the fantasy. If you ask me, Lizzo is doing a lot of that. She is really fantasizing. And she's looking for. The world to get in alignment with her. With her fantasy. And when it doesn't, it's like, well, I'm just going to cry and complain and shame until the world starts to view things my way or change in a way that favors me. Now, the world reality, nature will never do that. Nature is not going to stop being nature because Lizzo's Lizzo. You understand? Nature is not going to stop being nature because we want it to. That's what I like about nature. Nature is unshakable. Nature is going to be itself no matter what a person thinks. That's why I love nature. Nature is going to grow. Nature is going to do what it's going to do. You know? It's going to get the job done. So you can't go against it all the time. And what Lizzo wants us to do, like I said, is she wants everybody to stop 
wait a minute, let's, let's, let's change everything in the world so that people who have weight problems all feel better. You know, twerking isn't so great of a thing. It isn't, it isn't really so special, but I'm a big girl and you know, I twerk for attention. So let me validate twerking by doing a TED talk about it so that people now, instead of calling me a goofy clown for twerking, they now think highly of me for twerking. See, she's trying to what women keep saying, redefine. We need to redefine what masculinity is. We need to redefine what womanhood is. We need to redefine. But this is what I'm saying to you. Nature don't care about your redefining. Nature does not care what you redefine. Nature's going to be nature. Man's going to be man. Woman's going to be woman. And you're redefining will only have a, a, a minimal effect on things. It is never going to outdo nature. Ladies, what you got to understand is that women like Lizzo is going to be the person looked at as the one to speak for all the women. You got to think about how bad that is. Cardi B is going to be looked at as one of the women who speaks for all the women. Megan the Stallion is going to be the girl who's looked at or labeled as one of the women who speaks for all the women. See, all of the young ladies who are doing the most outlandish stuff are being propped up as the leaders of black women. Ladies, y'all have to ask yourself. You got to ask yourself this question, ladies. Do I follow clowns? Whether man, whether woman, you have to say, do I follow clowns? You have to ask yourself, do I want to be a part of the circus? Because that's what they're prepping you for. Ladies, they are saying that you guys are ready for the circus. That you guys are ready to just sit around, twerking, popping your backside, being loud, raunchy, nasty, and owning it. That that's all y'all good for is owning, being loud, nasty, and shaking your butt. I don't know what else to do. I mean, I was just born to be loud, shake my butt. And I mean, so uh, the best I could do is own it. Surprisingly, after hearing Lizzo talk like this, I heard a young girl in the park and my brother was shout out to my man, Lotus Black, who was rightfully checking her because she was over there trying to preach to the crowd, to the masses, that it's nothing wrong with taking the word bitch and redefining it to make something powerful. And he was letting her know why that can't happen. Why he was letting her know why that's not even possible. And she was trying to say that it's like the word nigga. It's the way we take the word nigga and make it useful. Women are taking the word bitch and we're making it something powerful. 
This was the black girl trying to say, and my brother was letting her know, no, sister, that's not what you're doing. You're, you're playing yourself. And she was. Guys, I'm looking for the video right now. Forgive me. I'm just, uh, I saved it. I'm doing it the long way. I could just put her name in here, but I'm looking for the one I watched, not some other one. Uh, we should be getting there soon. Don't worry. Don't worry. So there's a lot of playing on the minds of sisters and they always been playing on the minds of sisters. And ladies, it's about time that y'all start to realize it. And stop. Stop letting the games be played with you. Hang on. All right. Lizzo, the black history of twerking and how it taught me self-love. That's what her TED talk is called. Okay. Excuse the commercial joint. Her tick her TED talk is titled. This was one week ago. The black. Okay. Here's the problem, right? Family, ladies. Listen. Problem one. Black is not a race. There is no race called black people. There is no race called black people. Okay. So now in her title, it says the black history of twerking. Twerking doesn't have a history. Twerking just began. We're not talking about African women, indigenous women dancing. We're not talking about melanated People dancing. We're not talking about ebonoid people dancing. That's not what we're talking about. Dancing has a history. Shaking the hips have a history. Rolling the bottom has a history. Twerking, T-W-E-R-K-I-N-G, has no history. That's like saying the history of the word thought. The word thought. Does not have a history. This is all new shit. There's no artifacts to go find about thoughts. There's no artifacts to find about twerking. There's no information to, un to uncover about twerking. Rosa Parks and them did not know of twerking and do it in the basement. You feel me? It, 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 it doesn't have a history. Okay, these are all problems just from the title. The black history of twerking. There is no race called black and there is no history of twerking. And then it goes on to say, and how it taught me self-love. Oh, God, sisters, brothers, what is self-love? Hmm? Out of curiosity, what happens when we pull up the definition for that? Let's see. What is self-love? Mm. Okay. Self-love defined as love of self. 
or regard for one's own happiness or advantage. Self-love defined as love of self or regard for one's happiness or advantage. Then it says, has been conceptualized both as basic human necessity and as a moral flaw akin to vanity and selfishness synonymous with amor what proper I don't know that word guy amor proper oh oh I don't I don't know that word conceitedness egotism narcissism right mm. so y'all see the play on words I'm slowing down to do this for you because We'll go and say, what's wrong with twerking if it helps her find self-love? Well, when we look up self-love, what does it say about self-love? Self-love is just one step away from selfishness and all of this. Okay. Lizzo, the black history of twerking and how it taught me self-love. All right. So twerking taught her how to love herself. So Lizzo did not know. How to love herself until she started popping her ass. I got to do it this way because I don't want y'all. I don't want to play her talking and y'all escape the dumbness, the silliness of it before it even begins. Now, this is the Lizzo that was I think did Lizzo do the thing where she was in a bowl of cereal or some shit like this. Y'all let me know if that was her. She's been doing a lot of antics, though, right? Going around naked places, all this kind of shit. And then she says, the black history of twerking. Now, mind you, not the history. They, they specifically pin twerking to black people. The black history of twerking. Not the African history, none of that. Just the black history. So, ladies, what Lizzo is confirming for the world is that y'all history is twerking. It's not greatness and all of that. It's twerking. You know, make sure that when you talk about black people, you talk about how they twerk. Okay? That's what she's opening up. She's she's priming the world to treat y'all as twerkers. And how popping her ass for people on a stage taught her how to love herself more. How does one do that? You know, I, I started whipping my dick out because it helped me learn how to love myself. Excuse my language, but this is sickening. I'm going to play it now. Oh, God, I'm going to I'm going to play it now. So here it is, guys. Hold on. Here we go. Listen to her dumb ass. Since March 2020, hi. Hi, people. I've had a lot of accomplishments, but this is a dream come true right now. So make some noise for the dress. And now the back of the dress. Can we get booty cam, please? Booty cam. 
if you follow me on social media, you probably seen my hiney before. It's no secret. <laughs> but you know, I used to hate my ass. Believe it or not. I have my father's shape and my mother's size, so it's big and long. <laughs> I used to think that only asses like J-Lo's or Beyonce's could be famous. I never thought that could happen to me. I always felt like my body type wasn't the right one or the desirable one growing up. Because I grew up in an era where having a big ass wasn't mainstream. I grew up watching movies where women were like, does my ass look fat in this? Like it was a bad thing. <laughs> I felt like the ass odds were against me, but baby, <laughs> this badonka donk donk was going places. <laughs> she said, mind you, she came out and from door she starts telling jokes about herself. Low self-esteem ass shit. From door she's, hey, can we get a booty cam? Look at my booty. Hey, it's me, y'all. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, my booty. My booty's big. Y'all might have seen my booty if you was online, my booty. <laughs> White folks don't mind laughing at you, degrade your damn self. I'm funny. No, you're not fucking funny. Just don't nobody care if you talking about yourself. Your jokes wasn't fucking key key, nigga. My ass has been the topic of conversation. My ass has been in magazines. Rihanna gave my ass a standing ovation. Yes, my booty. My least favorite part of my body. How did this happen? Twerking. <laughs> Through the movement, mm-hmm. uh, 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 uh. Twerking, I discovered my ass is my greatest asset. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ted Twerk. <laughs> I'm going to take my shoes off. Is that okay with y'all? <laughs> Girl done fucking said... I'm going to take my shoes off. Is that all right with y'all? See, she's trying to be so fucking ghetto. That's what the issue is for me. I don't give a fuck what your shit is. You don't get in front of white folks especially and start acting Every bit of a nigga. Like, you just don't do that, bro. I'm not cool with that. And this is what the fuck I'm tired of with these damn girls. I'm funny. People think I'm funny. You're being an asshole. You're not being funny. You're being trifling. You're being a piece of shit for real. This shit is not key key. I feel bad. This saddens me hearing this shit. And it hurts me because I know exactly what them damn white people watch and saying. They'll sit there and watch you embarrass yourself. But they damn sure saying it's embarrassing. They laugh. They laugh at niggas all the time. Stop wanting to be the person that's being laughed at no matter what. Stop wanting attention that damn bad. 
<laughs> I'ma take my shoes off, y'all. Nigga, she about to pull wings out her damn pocketbook. She about to start gelling down her fucking baby hair. So, the first time I saw twerking in person was at a teen club called The Z in Houston, Texas. Hey, shout out Houston. We got some Houstonians in here. <laughs> there I saw a bunch of and, girls. And let's just mention real fast how, how she's out of breath already. We're like maybe three fucking minutes in. I ate shaking their booty to New Orleans bounce and I was like, how are they doing that? It was incredible to me. Thanks to my Caribbean besties, Peaches and Jalene, and thanks to Master P, whoop, whoop, <laughs> I found the rhythm. The better I got, the more I fell in love with what I had because, damn, my ass could do magic. Now, now, the more I danced, the more I fell in love with what I had. Sisters. Message from a strong black man. You have more than ass. Fuck what Elizo is talking about. Don't follow this dickhead. Well, yeah, I twerked because I found out that, you know, I got to love what I have. You have more than an ass to shake. You have more than an ass to shake. And Lizzo is trying to suggest, no, 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 no. Your ass is for shaking. No, 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 no. It's not. It's not. I, I realized... I got to shake my ass to love myself. That's low self-esteem. That means I don't, there's nothing else about me that I really want anybody to care about. Just like my ass, please. Please like my ass like y'all like the other girl's ass. I'm big. I'm out of shape. I'm, I'm, I lack discipline. I lack focus. Could you please just like my butt like you do the other girl's butt so I can feel like I'm equal? That's low self-esteem. Finally, I could twerk. But twerking did not begin with me. Believe it or not. <laughs> I know you think I invented twerking. I did. No, we don't. <laughs> I want you to know where twerking came from. I think everyone should know where everything comes now from. Now watch the lie. You should know where your food and water come from. You should know where your clothes come from. <laughs> it's important to me to keep the origin story of twerking alive. So here's some farm to table for that ass. <laughs> Corny. Modern day twerking derived from black people and black culture. It has a direct parallel to West African dances like Mapuka. Traditionally. No. Shut the fuck up. Now, she goes, yo, this is basically, yo, you know, twerking has its roots in. No, baby. Twerking don't have its roots in Ethiopia. No, it's not tied to West Africa. No. What you're doing is taking old traditions and associating it to twerking. Twerking ain't come from this. This stuff that she's bringing up, twerking ain't come out of that. That stuff been there. It been there. Ain't nobody over there like, yeah, this is twerking now. But she's making that up. Why? To validate her dumbass TED Talk appearance.
She's saying twerking is coming from twerking is coming from nigga. If we go back to Uncle Luke, do you understand what I'm saying? For those of you who know, if we go to Trick Daddy and we play Trick Daddy videos, y'all know Trick Daddy was one of the first ones showing young men, young women doing a freak like that, like really wilding, like really busting it open. They was twerking then. They just called it shaking ass. This new shit where it's called twerk, that's called shaking ass. Twerking, ladies, if you didn't know, it's called shaking ass. What's that? Remember, all I want to do, no, no, you know, just shake your rump. It's called rump shaking. You little niggas too new. Y'all too young. Y'all don't understand. Ass shaking ain't no new thing. And twerking is ass shaking. See, so now she want to tie it to some African dances, some, some, some stuff that's respectful and legitimate. She want to take some ratchet shit and associate it. So this way, what she's been doing to embarrass herself somehow becomes a little bit better of a thing. Oh, oh, so she, so you weren't, you haven't been just plasting your ass everywhere, Lizzo. You've been doing something that's tradition of African people. Oh, you've been doing something that black people do have a tradition of shaking their asses in public. We don't got a tradition of that. No, no, and fucking no. Mapuka was a dance for West African women to be used as a celebration of joy, religious worship, or a dance to do at a wedding to show you were DTF or DTM. Did you hear that? It was for enjoyment. It was to show pride or it was used to show that you were DTF. Y'all want to throw these fucking headphones. That girl said African women were turking to symbolize that they were down to fuck. That's what DTF is. Down to fuck. And then she said, or something else. Hold on. Or down to marry. DTM, I think she said. African dances like Mapuka. Traditionally, Mapuka was a dance for West African women to be used as a celebration of joy, religious worship, or a dance to do at a wedding to show you were DTF or DTM. Down to that girl said that our women dance to show that they down to fuck. Did y'all see her slide that shit in there? Or, or DTM down to Mary. Why are you using down to anything? Um, oh. It's not a dance used to symbolize that women are down to fuck. That's not what you got on TED Talk and said, Lizzo. Baby, you ain't get the fuck on TED Talk and say that to these white folk. You ain't say to white folks that our daughters pop their ass to show that they down to fuck. That's not what Lizzo said. I feel like that's what she said, but I know that's not what she said. She's not implying that to this room of white folks. She is not implying that our young daughters now twerk to demonstrate that they DTF. That's what she's implying, right? 
She ain't implying that. I'm I'm bugging. I'm overhearing, right? I'm hearing things, right? Down to Mary. Down to Mary. Get your mind out the gutter. <laughs> Black women carried these dances across the transatlantic slave trade to the ring shout. Okay. Carried them across the transatlantic slave trade. We know about the transatlantic slave trade. We know that they was full of shit. I wonder if Lizzo know how much of the transatlantic slave trade thing was full of shit. I bet you she don't. I bet you if we asked you, could you tell us, the, tell us about that transatlantic slave trade? How'd that really work? She won't be able to tell you. However, here she is talking about black women carried it from the goddamn transatlantic slave trade over to America. Oh my gosh. She is just tossing all this filth onto black folks, but not just black folks. And this is why I'm pissed off. She's tossing all this filth onto black women. That's what she's doing right now. She is blanketing black women with this filth because she want to be. The lead representative of twerking. Came the black American church. Into the hips of Ma Rainey and Bessie Smith when they sang the blues. Into the bounce of Josephine Baker's banana dance. From jazz dance to jitterbug. From shake your tail feather to again, shake your thing to Again, shaking a tail feather is shaking a tail feather. Popping the coochie was popping the coochie. Then she come in and say, no, all that was twerking. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. See, she's trying to use all these past people to validate her embarrassing behavior. She's trying to get face, y'all. She's trying to pick her face up off the fucking floor. She's trying to regain life. That thing thangin'. <laughs> Black people carried the origins of this dance through our DNA, through our blood, through our oh bones. Oh my These gosh. I gotta stop. Through our DNA? Through our blood? Our bones? Family, I ain't got no problem with filth. I'm with some filth. I want a woman that's with some filth here and there. I'm down for some filth. But I ain't. Calling the filth in my DNA. I'm not saying that the filth is just in my bones. Young ladies, you like the twerk wise because we be okay with filth sometimes. Here come Lizzo. It's in our DNA. I don't agree that filth is in our fucking DNA. Natural phenomenon it has become today. Now, as a big black woman who has ass, who can twerk, and who's been doing it her whole life, I kind of think I'm an expert on the subject. <laughs> I want to add to the classical etymology of this dance because it matters. Black people will not be erased from the creation, the history, and the innovation of twerking. <laughs> black people will not be erased from, from the innovation of twerking. And humor, we see erasure of what black people have created so i want to do everything in my power to prevent the erasure of blackness from twerking twerking is a black american communal collaboration born of black southern black culture. american communal from DJ collaboration Jubilee, Cash Money Records in New Orleans, to black 
American communal collaboration. She's not qualified to speak. She's not qualified to say twerking is a black American communal collaboration. Who the fuck she talking to? Lizzo, Lizzo, what fucking communities collaborated? Black folks, we don't have many communities. What communities collaborated, Lizzo? This is fucking word salad. The Yin Yang Twins in Atlanta to Uncle Luke in Miami, twerking was alive and well in nearly every black club in the South. Now, she said Luke. Didn't I mention Uncle Luke? That was rump shaking. That was booty popping. She's trying to claim what they did. What they did, listen. When women was doing what they was doing back then, it wasn't the same as this shit right here. Twerking in the grocery store, twerking at the gas station, twerking in the pastor's office, twerking in the pole pit, twerking on top of the car, twerking in the baby's office, twerking in the dentist's chair. That wasn't happening with Luke. I'm walking down the street the other day, two girls stop, start twerking in front of me just the fuck because that wasn't going on. When we was younger. What went on in the clubs. Went on in the clubs. What went on in bedrooms. Went on in bedrooms. Just this. Who gives a fuck. While out in the street shit. That's something new. That is not old. And tied. Into no historical nothing. We don't got a history. As our people. Of just doing ratchet assness. And here she comes. Implying that. She comes implying that. Yeah. <laughs> the shit we've been doing is wilding out, ladies, girl. This is our history. This is our DNA. No, it's not. Rhythm is in your DNA. Not twerking. She ain't talking about rhythm. She's talking about ass shaking. Y'all should be feeling disrespected by this. Every sister should feel disrespected by what Lizzo is up here doing. But it would take years after these songs were released for twerking to finally become mainstream. I got a test for y'all. Uh-oh, 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 oh no, no. Uh-oh, 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 oh no, no. You know that one? Hold up. Y'all ain't see it. She's twerking right now. Only women are cheering. She was trying to warn us. <laughs> because of Destiny's Child, Bootylicious is in the dictionary. And because of Beyonce's 2003 music video for her single Crazy in Love, the world was introduced to the uh-oh dance. That was the first time I'd ever seen a pop star do something like that, and I wanted to be just like her. She said that was the first time she ever seen a pop star do something like that, but then she just said twerking was comparable to all of these other women that did it before. I ain't never seen a woman when she did the uh oh. I ain't never seen a woman do that. You just said. We seen Beyonce do the uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. No, no. What was so special about that? What was so special about Beyonce and them uh oh? We get it. We saw it. We know. We seen it in the club. We seen everybody do it. What the fuck was so thorough about that? See, she's reaching. She's just grabbing all of this shit and being like, see, this justifies it. 
Nigga, Beyonce ain't even coming out here talking about some she learned twerking from Ethiopians and she's so proud of it. See what I'm saying? The shit Lizzo trying to pull right here, this is not even her move to pull. Tiana Taylor would have did a better job coming out talking about history of twerking than Liz O. Not because she looks better, but because she don't be twerking her ass all around the damn town. See, Liz O wants to appear to be scholarly, but she's not. She's just coming off as stupid. She's trying to intellectually philosophize twerking and is doing a shit job at it, if you ask me. Because it doesn't need a justification. Beyonce gave me permission to be myself. My God. To be booty <laughs> Because she can shake ass and still be seen as classy in the eyes of America. And that was hard to do. When I moved from Houston to Minneapolis in the early 2010s, I hadn't seen twerking in a while until Big Frida's tour came to town. Now Big Frida... Now you bring Big Frida in it. ...with the voice of a preacher and the body of a bad bitch. <laughs> if you can imagine, it's incredible. Big Frida has a moment in her shows where she will call people on stage to twerk. And she chose me from the audience to battle another person. And I remember being like, oh my God, I miss this so much. <laughs> when I was up there, I thought to myself, not only am I shaking ass, but I'm winning. And besides Big Frida, I'm the best twerker in the building. And just like that, I was reintroduced to twerking. When I started to perform my solo music, I began incorporating twerking into my performances, and people would go crazy. I no, performed they for mainly indie audiences, so they didn't know what the fuck was happening, and I liked it that way. <laughs> twerking made me feel empowered. It wow. was my secret language, wow. my sauce. Wow. Little did I know that a couple years later, Miley Cyrus would perform what seemed like the twerk her around the world. Y'all remember that. In 2013, within a month of each other, I released my debut project, Lizzo Bangers, and Miley Cyrus released her project, Bangers. That same year, Miley released a single, We Can't Stop, and she was twerking in the video. I remember being like, this is crazy, Hannah Montana twerking all over the place. <laughs> a couple months later, she performed with Robin Thicke on the VMAs, and that night, seemingly overnight, twerking went mainstream. The media described twerking as, I quote, disturbing and disgusting. Critics blasted twerking as something that was exploiting and over-sexualizing young women. It is. Once mainstream, twerking was misunderstood and taken out of context. It was bittersweet. For one, I wish that a black woman could have popularized twerking in the mainstream. But on what? the other end, twerking going mainstream played a role in the rise of my profile and my career. Listen... Twerking not mainstream. Everything that black people create from fashion to music to the way we talk is co-opted, appropriated, and taken by pop culture. And what are you doing right now, dickhead? For this reason, optimism can be an illusion to the experience of black people in America. In this TED Talk, I'm not trying to gatekeep, but I'm definitely trying to let you know who built the damn gate. <laughs> I'm not trying to gatekeep. The fact that I can God, make a stake yo. in the reclamation of black things and black culture makes me very optimistic. To be on stage at the premier conference for the experts in their field, talking about twerking. <laughs> talking about twerking. Makes me optimistic. The best thing I can do is be loud and take ownership. 
Because for me, twerking is a pearl of optimism. It's a form of self-expression, freedom, confidence. Twerking is not just something I do to music. It's extremely useful. <laughs> it manifests in my life in ways that I need more joy. How is it useful? Twerking leads me to stretching and taking care of my body. I bend over and I isolate my cheeks. I'm in downward dog. <laughs> Namaste. How is twerking useful? Sometimes I put on a song and I shake ass and immediately I'm in love with myself. And not just self-love. Oh I'll my be like, gosh. Okay, Lizzo, what's your number? What the <laughs> fuck? I'm a but it's not just sexual. Twerking is a deep, soulful, spiritual practice. Oh, God, she said it's spiritual. It's empowering. When it's hip opening. Mabuka, it's set to connect you to God. It's sacred. Mm. And now we're practicing that on mainstream stages. No, see, see, it connects you to God. It's sacred. Twerking don't connect you to God. We're not going to play no fucking games like that. Guys, I'm not going to play any more of Lizzo's little fucking speech. It's, nine, it's at 9.55. It's 13 minutes long, okay? I'm not going to play any more of that shit. I can't take it. I didn't want to... I, I, Ladies, the world is attacking you right now. Black woman, black woman, the world is after you. The world is looking to really keep you dumbed down. Ladies, I really beg you to consider who the people puts before you. I really encourage you to do that. Start looking at who are the people that are being pushed in front of me. The Cardi B's, the Megan Thee Stallions, and uh, Lizzo's. Why, why are they being presented to us and not some more enlightened people? Why is it that Lizzo is being given the platform to talk about twerking and how it's a history and how you just got to own being ratchet? Why is she being exalted? Hmm? Ladies, I talked about this with y'all so much, man. Now it's kind of really just hurting my heart. Because I'm seeing them so blatantly targeting you all. And I don't see anyone saying anything about it. When the men say something about it, we're called stupid men, controlling men. We're called a patriarchy. We're called all of this shit that ain't got nothing to do with nothing. And yet they're rolling out clown after clown, bad example after bad example. And they're attaching all of this to not just black culture and black society, but to black women. They're saying that now, you know, black women are twerkers. That's what y'all are. 
And people like Lizzo are going to have your daughters walking around repeating things like, I own that shaking my ass is in my DNA. That shaking my ass helps me love myself. I think we would all agree that there's better ways to love yourself. Than to twerk. I really don't care what the adults do at this point. But at this point, I'm really, really, really frightened for the children. Ladies, there's a lot of pressure on you. But if you ask me, the pressure isn't to be a Hollywood housewife. It isn't to be a hot chick or bad bitch. That's not the pressure. The pressure is on you to be a woman. Because they're no longer promoting women. They're no longer marketing to women. They're no longer promoting womanhood. They're now marketing and promoting to girls. They are now implying that all of you are little girls, that black women are children, that if you give them space and allow them to twerk, they will be fine, that all they need is just to be able to get out what's in their DNA, which is just the desire to shake their rump. Just get them the space away from black men that try to control them so they can twerk and they'll be fine. See, we're not we're not even saying to the world that women are women that need to be respected and protected. We're saying that they're twerkers. You don't need to respect them. You don't need to love them. You don't need to help them become enlightened or informed. Just allow them to twerk. Because that's all they really want to do. Lizzo just got up there and said all black women really want to do is twerk. It's so much fun. It's just so liberating. Is it really? I want to know what your thoughts and your opinions on. The Lizzo TED Talk. All right, go check it out yourself. Listen to it yourself. And let me know what you think. All right, you can record your response if you want. If you have a recorder on your phone, you can record your response. You can email it to me at mra.heard at yahoo.com. All right, you can also record us. You can also record a response using the Anchor app. Okay, so if you download Anchor on your phone and you create an Anchor, you can actually record a response there and send it to me through Anchor. And that's really fast and convenient as well. Folks, I gotta go, I gotta go pearl one of them things after that. All right. Let me know what you think about this. Again, I hope to hear back from you guys. And until the next episode, this is your boy, Mr. Hurry Live and in full effect, holding it down for anchor.fm forward slash two one five. Peace.
Are you looking to start or grow your business? Do you need distinctive branding material and marketing guidance? Are you looking for impressive promotional materials to grab your audience and ignite sales? DA Branded is here for that and more. Follow DA Branded today on Instagram and Facebook at GetDABranded. To all my nonstop workers around the world, I'm giving you a full interview with hip hop artist and mogul D Money. I grew up in Philly. As I got older and realized that was the obstacle for me. Basketball is where I learned how to become a team player, being in Creed and stuff like that, you know. So he was always a motivation. Log on today at patreon.com forward slash nonstop working to tune in. Third base, the hit out. Third base, third, third. You already know it's your boy, Mr. Hurd. Ladies, this one's for you. Bringing you those jams. You would have to be crazy to not like something. Buy it now on Amazon, iTunes, Spotify, Title, and more. I used to just do it on Android. Now everybody got the iPhone. All y'all got the iPhone. So ain't no excuse. 